were kind of scary thoughts to me because I was just like, like best case scenario, I could maybe increase my income over the next five years by, you know, 30 to 40% like total. And I was, that was just really scary to me because I had a lot bigger dreams and goals than that. So beginning of 2016, it was a hundred percent commission door to door sales. So I didn't really, um, uh, it, it's hard to, it's hard to stay in that when you're not mentally in that anymore. So when I was meant This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hey, ladies and gents, before I get into this episode with Mr. Travis Chapel, who is killing it in the world of podcasting and is killing it in my own world, he's teaching me so much. Um, I just want to, I want to make you realize that I really appreciate any time you spend listening to the show. Because I know that for a fact you can be listening to any other show, but instead, you chose mine. And that I take very seriously. So, I want to give you an opportunity um, to really ask yourself today, like, who are the network of people that you'd like to surround yourself with? And if you listen to this and you go, oh, I... I don't feel like I'm in, I'm with the right people. Really ask yourself uh, how you can get in the view of those people. So if you want help, I would love to help you. Um, please join my Facebook group, Scratch Your Own Itch. And that would be a great start. You can find me on Facebook. That's where I'm mostly uh, at like as far as active wise I'm mostly active on Facebook so find it in the links and um, if you, you listen to a guest and you're like gosh I'd really love to talk to that guy or I'd really love to talk to that girl it would be an honor for me to introduce you to that person so uh, without further ado enjoy my interview with the one and only Travis Chapel. curiosity question for you is if you could sit down and have dinner with five people that you most admire 
Who would it be? Really, ask yourself this. If you could sit down and have dinner with five people that you most admire, who would it be? <laughs> okay, let me set the tone. Throughout our lives, we meet a lot of people. We get to have friends, neighbors, lovers. We get to have lives that aren't just about us. <laughs> that inherently includes, you know, other people. Most of the time, this is the case with everyone. The fact that your life isn't only about you, that it is basically a story with so many characters until the end. But like any other story, characters are not quite a stable element. Some characters stay, some leave, and some just change, just like we do. There will be times when we find ourselves completely alone. Maybe your friends got married, traveled to some other country, or just got busy with their lives. And now they don't talk to you anymore. So now you find yourself going, huh, huh, what, 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 what happened? I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of lost. I feel like I'm kind of just spiraling out of control and and now I'm not really sure what to do I mean I don't hate my job but I guess I don't really love my life so why well if any of this resonates with you I want you to stick around because this episode is for you because this is about increasing your wealth health and happiness by capitalizing on your inner circle because my guest today and I are going to dive deep in how you can actually not only dream of sitting with these five people that you wish to meet someday and actually make this a reality. My guest is Travis Chapel, and he is the host of the Build Your Network, a podcast dedicated to helping professionals cultivate genuine relationships and leverage your powerful network the right way. And this only scratches the surface of what he does. So I want you to learn about what he does and also who Travis is. So without further ado, give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Travis Chapel. Oh, and thanks a lot for having me on, bro. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, of dude. course, of course. Yeah, your uh, podcast is is incredible. It's a, it's all about this idea about you know trying to find that network of people that you want to just be around with all the time. Maybe not all the time. <laughs> that could get uh, a little uh, scary, you know, if you're <laughs> taking showers with you and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know building this network of people you've had the likes of grant cardone on there and uh gee, like who's let's yeah let's start off there like who's your who's your kind of like m m scary guest like all of a sudden you finally got them on and you went oh gosh i can't believe i'm about to interview this huge person uh, yeah, good question, bro. So, uh, seriously, first of all, thanks for letting me on the show. Um, can't wait to just kind of dive into this conversation a little bit more cause I love talking about it. Um, yeah, probably it was Grant, I would have to say, because it was done in, 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 uh, in person, the interview was done in person at his studio. So, um, that was probably the, um, uh, the, the most, 
uh, intimidating as far as like who it was and the setting of the interview, because I do most of my interviews, um, over Skype and stuff like that. So that this one was in person and it was one of the people like he's probably the top three of my list since I started my show. So it was a really big get for me and it was in person interview, which made it uh, a little bit more nerve wracking, but, uh, the key to overcoming all that is just self-confidence and over-preparation. So that's, uh, that's what I did. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Well, um, hey, that's where some podcasters can get to. Uh, that's where any, I, you know, even people that are doing Facebook Lives, maybe they could get to that status of getting Grant on their, you know, their radar. But before we get into that, I really want to uh, sort of like get a firm grip on who Travis is. And I think that a huge, awesome question to get into this is, is um, you know, let's go back a little bit when you felt like your life was kind of falling apart and um, you had to kind of do something to to make a change. Maybe it was um, a mess in your life that you had to turn into success. Uh, what is that story behind that? Yeah, good question, man. So for me, this was probably the beginning of 2016. So I, I think I was 23 three at the time. Um, so I was just coming off of my best year ever in 2015. Um, I just had made six figures for the first time, um, going door to door, selling alarm systems, um, out of uh, Fresno, California. And, uh, beginning of 2016, I kind of just sat down and realized, you know, I, I had come into that company one year before and, uh, in the <clears throat> one year that I'd been there, I was already the second highest paid rep in the office. Um, and the other guy that was, was, uh, got, got paid more than I did was working literally twice the amount of hours that I was working, but only getting paid an extra like 15% on top of what I got paid. So I was like at this point where I realized that I hit a ceiling already within a year and I was like 23 and both of those were kind of scary thoughts to me because I was just like, like best case scenario, I could maybe increase my income over the next five years by, you know, 30 to 40% like total. And I was, that was just really scary to me because I had a lot bigger dreams and goals than that. So beginning of 2016, it was a hundred percent commission door to door sales. So I didn't really, um, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to stay in that when you're not mentally in that anymore. So when I was mentally checked out, you can't like, it's not like having a nine to five where like you're mentally checked out, but if you show up, you still get a paycheck, right? Like for this, it was like, if you're mentally checked out and you show up, you're just going to waste your time knocking on doors because you're not prepared for it. So I kind of just took a step back and for the first time ever in my life, really, uh, dove into personal development. So at this point I am 23, I'm married, I have a mortgage and all this other stuff. And, um, I'm really just trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and, um, felt like a 15 year old again, you know what I mean? Just at a dead end and, uh, wondering what I should do. Like, should I go be a firefighter or a policeman or an FBI agent? Like, bro, I felt like a little kid, you know? And, uh, and so I just kind of dove into personal development. My wife went back to work for a little bit. I sold off part of a real estate investment that I had, uh, to kind of live off of. And then we, um, I, basically my schedule was I'd, I'd uh, wake up in the morning, go to the gym and then come home and just like read, listen to audiobooks or watch YouTube videos or something like that. Um, to just really try to figure out what the next step was going to be for me. Um, and, uh, during that time period, is when I first ran across uh, uh, podcasts because I, I mean, I knew what they were. I just never listened to them because um, I just didn't do anything in personal development. And I started just consuming a lot of podcasts and um, finally got 
uh, lined up with John Lee Dumas's podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire and uh, really intrigued me with what he was doing and the influence that he was it was able to create off of that show and how much money he was able to uh, bring that uh, bring in on that business every year and um, it was really intriguing to me. So I kind of at that point was was uh, was focused on trying to get a podcast up and running and uh, and tackle that as the next business venture. Um, around the same time, a buddy of mine I went door to door with introduced me to an opportunity to go door to door with uh, some water machine equipment and uh, started selling that, made some good money. And then eventually me and him both branched off and started our own companies separately in that space. So now I have the podcast and then I have my, my water machine business. But, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was a tough six to six, six to 10 months probably during that time period, like February ish all the way to like November ish of like what I really knew what I was going to do next or what the next phase of my life was. And, uh, just kind of took it one day at a time and was just trying to make myself become the person who could make the decisions that I needed to make. And um, that's what that personal development uh, helped me to do during that time of, of my life. So. Wow, man. Wow. That's, uh, that's crazy. That's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, yeah, I think, that it's very important for one to realize though that um at one point i think a lot of people have this feeling like the the podcast is great they they're they're taking it in they're going wow this is great information i feel like i'm learning i'm productive because i'm just learning and they get addicted to this learning phase of the podcast did you ever find yourself kind of like just absorbing all this information and feeling like you're almost wasting it because you weren't sure how to fit it into your life and actually profit from this awesome self-development knowledge? Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, This is something I actually like talked a little bit about recently in my Facebook group um, because I, I see, I see both extremes, right? I've seen some people who are literally almost $40,000 in debt from just spending money on personal development and stuff with never making more than like 20 K in a year. Like the thing is I've spent a lot of money, like over $40,000 on my personal development, but I'm also making money that I can like, so I can like, I can pay for that stuff. Right? Like, some people get so caught up with it that they never actually implement anything that they learn and they only learn and learn and learn and learn and learn, but they never, they never figure out how to like put it into your daily life. Right? So like, Will it eventually like kick in? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I also think that there's a way to be a little bit more practical about it. Um, so I understand that extreme and I understand the other extreme cause I used to be this way of like never consuming any content and just like putting your nose to the grindstone, so to speak, because that's what I did back then. And then when people would like talk about the books that they're reading and I would look at how much money I made compared to how much money they made. And I was just like, yeah, that's the problem. You're spending too much time reading and not, a th- not enough time acting. Um, uh, but looking back now, that was a dumb position of me to be in because personal development is all long term anyway. Um, so. So I, I see both extremes, people who don't do it at all. And then I see the other extreme people who do way too much of it without ever implementing. And I think that there's a happy middle ground, just like in most things, um, a balance is, is typically the answer. Um, so for me, 
I, I don't think that you can consume too much content as long as you're implementing some of it. So uh, you're you're like some people are like, yeah, you shouldn't read a book unless you can implement everything you learn in it, or else what's the point? But to me, the more um, good stuff that you fill your brain with, the more that's going to just be a subconscious thing for your for your brain to act on. Like our our, our we're we're smarter than we think a lot of times. Our brains pick up on things that we don't even consciously think about. Um, and it'll come out sometimes when I'm doing these interviews, Logan, when people ask me a question and I'll say something, I was like, dang, that was pretty good. <laughs> but it definitely wasn't coming from me. It was just because like I, you know, consumed four audiobooks last month. And it, like when you when you're just learning that much and consuming that much, your brain picks up on things. And when you get asked a question, it goes and pulls out this archive of a of a memory from something that you read or listened to one time and inserts it into that, you know, answer to the question. And, um, so I think that there's a lot to be said for content consumption without necessarily like having to implement it immediately. Um, but I also think that if you're not taking action and you're only learning that there's a problem with that too. So, um, I, am not, I'm not in the, I'm not in either extreme boat, let's say like I, I'm in the right in the middle, like I think you should be consuming a, more content than you can implement because your brain is going to subconsciously pick up on things that you don't even realize. Um, but at the same time, you also need to be taking action because that's where the rubber meets the road. Man, well, 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 uh, well answered. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, I recently just uh, actually submitted my first edit for a book, and I wrote about this kind of like programming your brain um, portion about just talking about how like you know when you're consuming a movie or you see people on the street that are harsh to each other or maybe um y you see someone uh you know commit suicide um which is how I started out the show which I I, I brought I wanted to do a mental illness podcast because I just had to uncover this question of why am I having negative thoughts and it is literally your subconscious it, it's like a sponge man it'll soak up things that uh, you see on the street that are, are not even your thoughts and then you have those thoughts as your own and like you were saying just now like you'll have a question that you'll answer where you will you go wow that like I'm kind of surprised how wise I am the way I answer that or maybe even even worse like I'm kind of surprised that I even feel this way because that thought may not even be yours like right. you, 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 someone else programmed it, right? Like someone else actually programmed in your head. It's kind of scary to think about this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, totally, man. Like that's uh, reprogramming your mind is like the number one thing that you can do to start becoming more successful. Like everything starts with mindset. If you don't believe that you can do it, then you probably can't. If you do believe, then you probably can. Like the, everything starts in your mind and you have to reprogram that mindset. So if you're looking for a couple of things to, to read on that, like Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is obviously like a life a lifetime classic um, uh, business book and uh, helps you a lot with your mindset and, and uh, what the mind can believe it can achieve and all that kind of stuff. Stuff. And then also, um, uh, there's another one by T Harv Ecker secrets of the millionaire mind, a uh, really good one. Uh, but yeah, any, any, any books or anything that you can pick up on mindset and it's just so important the the, the mind is where everything starts. Um, and, and if you, if your mindset's not right, then the rest of the, the rest of your life's not going to be right. It's not going to align. So, um, it's very important to start there. Cool. Awesome. I want to save people some time of reading that book and I want to ask you, uh, what are two things or daily rituals or habits, uh, that you have recently picked up 
where people don't have to read these books all the time to remind themselves of what gold they can actually utilize in these books and set it into their daily practices so they can start actually live the life that they want. Maybe it's surrounding themselves with uh, with the right people. I don't know. You you go wherever you want. Yeah, so surrounding yourselves with the right people is definitely one of them. Um, that Like hitting the nail on the head with that, bro. Like your network truly is is your net worth. Um, and so like everything starts it, obviously I have my show build your network about networking for a reason, because I truly believe, um, that who you hang out with is who you'll be. So, um, it's very important to carefully audit that kind of stuff. Um, and then the other thing would be counterintuitive to even the way your question was phrased. Um, because one of the other things that I've picked up from how much personal development reading that I've done is to keep doing personal development reading. Um, and the time that you take to read those books, not only is the time that you're using, like it's not only a way to digest knowledge, it's a way to be more positive, to get your brain in the right minds, uh, in, in the right, in the right frame for the rest of the day. Um, there's so many different, um, uh, practical, um, pluses to including personal development and daily routine. Um, even if it's reading five pages or 10 pages or a chapter, whatever it might be, or listening to audio for 15 minutes or 25 minutes, um, consuming some sort of content, I think is part of what I've taken from a lot of that stuff because, um, it does help and it just, it compounds over time. Um, like you'll like, for instance, like again, when, when somebody asks me, you know, for a book recommendation, like, it's, it's just funny how like my brain starts remembering stuff that I read that I don't even like consciously think about when I'm like, Oh, what books have I read? It's just like starts triggering different things that I've learned, um, and consumed over the past, you know, year and a half or two years of really like taking a deep dive into this space and uh, all that kind of stuff is super important. So, um, I think that if you're, if you're looking at, um, reading and consuming content as a waste of your time, then that's something that you definitely need to mentally change because it for sure is not. And I think it's necessary. Um, and I'll take that back. It's not necessary. I know people who are multi multi millionaires who've never read a single personal development book. Um, but, uh, I think that they would agree that it took them longer to make that happen than some of their colleagues that did, fill their minds with a lot of personal development and stuff like that. So, um, uh, but yeah, I think there, 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 there are a lot, uh, there's a lot fewer people who haven't done it than there are who have done it. Um, and that to me just seems like a, a numbers game. Like if you do enough, you read enough, you consume enough, you learn enough, like you'll be able to learn a lot from other people's mistakes and you'll be able to shorten your own runway and get to where you want to go faster than some of those people did. Um, so I think that, uh, cons- uh, surrounding yourself with the right people and surrounding yourself with the right, um, information in- into your, into your mind are two very, very important things. Like you're going to be the same person in five years from now, except for, the people you hang out with and the things that you watch and listen to. So you will be the same exact person in five years from now, minus those three influential things. So you definitely need to make sure that you're auditing what you're consuming, auditing who you're hanging out with. Um, because if it doesn't align with who you want to be in five years, then you should probably make a change. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast 
has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Wow, man. That is, um, I really, really want that to be shared with the world because honestly, that is, uh, that could save a lot of students that are going to be going to business school and, <laughs> and um, spending four years maybe on a awesome $120,000 uh, piece of paper. Yeah. Piece of paper. Um, <laughs> but we could get into that and I'm sure uh, that could be an episode in itself. But I, w- <laughs> I want to talk about, um, your key, uh, cause you kind of coach people around like building, uh, what I at least understand building an awesome ability to grow your inner circle. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people go like, yeah, I want to, I want to get around like, yeah, I want to, I want to be around, I want to be around Samuel L. Jackson. Like, yeah, I'd love to hang, I'd hang out with Leonardo DiCaprio. That'd be so cool. Or Martin Scorsese. Um, when someone says that to you, you know, like, what do you say to them to actually create that sort of happening? Yeah, first of all, I think that it's important to uh, make a list of people who you really want to connect with, um, but start with the more attainable connections. Um, and uh, look, if somebody is living and breathing, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get in front of them at some point. Like that's the bottom line. Um, and so when most people think about like, man, it would be so cool to meet Leonardo DiCaprio, that's as far as the thought goes because the instant second thought is what? Well, that's just impossible. He's too difficult to get a hold of. Like there's where would I even start? I have no idea who to talk to. But like if you really want to do it and Leonardo DiCaprio is a living, breathing human being, like there's 100% a way where you can actually get in front of him and maybe more than once. Um, there's 100% a way to, to get into that inner circle of people. Um, you just have to be creative and persistent enough to figure out what it is. Um, so I would say that that's, that's the first thing is, is stop saying I can't and start asking how can I, um, because that's, that's again, everything starts with mindset. Um, so from that, I would say that it is important to write out your dream 100. Um, and then you have your top 10 or 25 that are the more unattainable ones. And then the bottom 10 or 25 are some of the more attainable ones because it's good to see progress along the way. Right. So, uh, so when I wrote out a list of people I wanted to interview on my show, you know, Grant Cardone was at the very top of it, but I didn't start with Grant Cardone. I started with people who, um, were a little bit less influential or maybe a little bit less known at the time. Um, and, uh, and then those were all wins for me though, because I wanted to connect with those people just as much as I wanted to connect with Grant. So it was all, it was, they were all wins for me. And every time you get another win like that, it it makes another deposit in your self-confidence bank, which allows you to keep going and pushing and re and re and reaching more of that list, um, than, uh, than you think is possible when you first write it out. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. When I started my podcast, uh, I, I wrote down my my 100 and uh you just reminded me now to go check that i wrote i took notes actually just about like how can you get in their eyes or how can you sort of like maybe go okay i can't hang out with uh who's number one at at, at something that i really want to do one day but at least i can hang out with number two that second Mm -hmm. place guy uh you know Mm -hmm. 
I can't hang out with CEO yet, but maybe I can hang out with um, the person who at least takes the coffee to the CEO mm-hmm. and maybe that will one day connect me to him. So that's yeah, really- it's it's all about getting closer in your degree of separation to that person. So like they say that you're six degrees of separation away from anybody that you want to meet in the world. So six points of contact and you can meet anybody. Um, that study was done again recently and it's actually down to about three to four connections because of social media and different things like that. There's just so many more ways to connect with people than there used to be. Um, so you, especially like if you're in the States or a populated, um, good, like growing country, like there, you, your, your connections, uh, can get you in front of almost anybody. Um, I would say that that's a really important thing though, is just don't ever forget or neglect the inner circle of the person that you want to connect with. Um, because those are the people who hold, who hold the real value. Those are the people that don't have 10,000 people a day reaching out to them, right? Because they're just Leonardo DiCaprio's friend that he grew up with. You know what I mean? So, um, there's ways to, um, uh, it's weird saying it this way, but infiltrate people's inner circles in in a way that is still valuable and productive, not in a creepy, weird kind of a way, um, but in a like respectful, um, valuable, like value give, like giving a lot of value to them and and to what they're doing and stuff like that, in order to be able to connect with some of these people. Um, but yeah, it's all about getting into different circles of people. That's why going out and experiencing new things is so important uh, because it puts you in different circles of people and we all need that extra added perspective um, in, in our lives. Okay, so let's uh, let's let's talk about some tools. Like there, there's Facebook, there's email, there's Twitter, there is Instagram, there's Pinterest. Uh, which one has, has kind of paid off the most success for you? Uh, and getting contact with these people that you really look up to and want to hang out with one day. Yeah, I mean, I would say all of the above, just depending on um, who that person is. I personally have seen the most success on Instagram direct messages, um, probably just because Instagram is the platform that I spend a lot of time on. Um, so that's typically the one that I try first, but, uh, just be aware of where that particular person hangs out the most and, uh, how they say to get a hold of them. So something might even be by direct mail. Like you might even be able just to like shoot them a letter or a thank you card with a little gift in it that makes you stand out. Or, um, it might be a Facebook message or it might be an Instagram DM or it might be a tweet, like whatever it may be. Um, exhaust all the options and uh, and use whatever's at your disposal to be able to make that happen. All right, awesome, dude. I love that. Um, wow, we've okay, so we've gone through your story. I think you've dropped some absolute amazing wisdom and something someone could do today to start to grow that inner circle and maybe actually have that uh, that that dream five people that they really want to sit down for dinner with and actually create a reality out of that. But I want to go into scratching the surface curiosity questions, which is uh, kind of like your random round, but uh, more so uh, it's it's just to make someone feel less alone and then also uh, get to know you a little bit more and then um, also share share where people can find you more. And so whenever you're ready to get into that, we'll go into that. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. So uh, the first question I like to ask is uh, something that's just going to kind of open you up. It's more of a giving's giving question, which is uh, maybe a thought that you had about yourself or maybe something someone was doing. 
that you had this thought and now you're kind of ashamed by having it or you're a little embarrassed by having this thought? Hmm. Um, that's a good question, man. Uh, I think, I think that, uh, this is all honestly like pre personal development days because a lot of that has kind of changed my mindset about some of these things. Um, but, um, I remember, I remember thinking that, um, I remember, I remember like a distinct mindset shift coming when I started realizing what a lot of money was versus like what a small amount of money was. Cause I used to think like a hundred grand a year, like that's a lot of money. And like now looking back on it, like that, that, that by itself is like an embarrassing thought compared to like the people that I've been able to hang out with now and see like the way that they think about money and the way that they view, um, amounts of money and the way that they view, outsourcing things because it only costs a certain amount of money. And it just, it took my mindset from thinking so small minded and like trying to pinch pennies and save more to the abundance mindset. There's enough money for everybody. Um, but uh, that didn't start really coming until I started really diving into personal development. And I, I didn't realize that like that was a thought that I had for, you know, the first 21 years of my life, 22 years of my life that, you know, like this is a lot of money. And then, uh, I realized very quickly after I did it, that it, that it was not a lot of money and, uh, there's gotta be a way to, to try to, um, to try to increase that revenue. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm kind of like the analogy I'm getting is like, you know, the first time when you go on a plane and all of a sudden you start going up in the air and you look down at the city that you're just in and the airport now is like the size of just a speckle. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like that same sort of thing when you start hanging around with these people, you go, wow, uh, this is uh, something that's just way outside. And, and that's why I'm, I'm like even thinking about just the, the power of belief. Like how can you actually uh, believe in going somewhere greater if you haven't um created it inside your mindset yet imagine right you know yeah totally that's really cool thanks uh thanks for answering it like that um the next question i gotta ask you is uh oh man who is that one person that one person living or no longer around us uh that you would love to sit in front with and just and just hash it out and just talk with Hmm. Somebody from the past that is, let's see, um, probably Winston Churchill. Um, because I think that he was just a really insanely smart, uh, leader. Um, and, uh, he, he was, you know, guiding one of the world's superpowers through a really, really tough time. And, uh, I think, I think he's just an incredible dude. I'd love to sit, smoke a cigar with him and, and, uh, chat about leadership and stuff like that. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, I had you on mute for a second. Sorry about that. Um, that's so cool. Like uh, Winston Churchill is someone who I definitely want to meet one day. Uh, I know that I won't in this lifetime, but depending on your beliefs, um, you know, I can't. I don't want to be too spiritual. I think I will one day. Honestly, I really do. Uh, be awesome, right? So, anyways, the next question is: Who is a podcast? or maybe a few podcasts that you listen to religiously 
and you kind of feel like a couple of days that go by without listening to these, you feel a little lost. So what are those? Um, probably at the top of that list would be Jordan Harbinger show. Um, used to be Art of Charm. Well, Art of Charm still exists, but Jordan is no longer part of that. He has his show, The Jordan Harbinger Show. Um, he's just he's one of the best interviewers I've ever uh, listened to, and he always has really good um, guests on there. So um, I learn a lot from from The Jordan Harbinger Show. Um, there's a couple other ones that um, that I, I listen to fairly frequently, like Tim Ferriss. Um, Aubrey Marcus, uh, a couple, a couple of those shows, um, that I, that I listen to Ed Milet's show. I listen to, um, bigger pockets podcast, real estate investing. I, li- I listen to that, uh, that, that show every once in a while, Lewis Howes, I'll listen to every once in a while. So the, those are, those are probably at the top of my list. What's your favorite question to ask a podcast guest of yours? Uh, my favorite question to ask is, is what you know or who you know more important and why? Nice. Yeah, dude, I felt like you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like turned into like my signature question. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Uh, who is someone that you think right now is doing something that's not really well known, but you feel like, uh, you know, give it just five years and they're going to blow up. Yeah, there's a couple people like that. Um, I think that um, I'll, I'll give you two examples. One of them is uh, somebody that's just been killing it for a long time, but she's in the UK and she just doesn't like, um, she's just not super well known over here. And I think that she's going to be just because what she's done is amazing. Her name is Heather Mann. And uh, she's like, th- I want to say she's like 35 or 36. She flipped like 3,000 properties in between the time that she was 25 and 35. And then she's like invested, you know, millions of pounds now into uh, uh, trading Forex, like on like trading currency on the foreign exchange markets. And um, I just think her story is fascinating, what she's been able to build and how much money she's been able to make. Um, and now she has something called Fortune Academy where she teaches other people like how to invest properly and everything like that. Um, I think that she's super underrated and uh, she'll be she'll be really well known here in the next few years Um, and then another example would just would actually be uh, somebody that's taking some podcast coaching for me right now Um, her name is Dorothy Ilson and uh, she has a show that she's going to be launching called do well and do good Um, but uh, she's impressive resume to me left her accounting job her safe accounting job that she got after school like she left that job before she even started it like she got the job and then quit um, and started a Facebook ads agency, scaled that to $20,000 a month within a year without having any previous business experience or anything like that. And now she's starting this show. Um, I, I think that she's going to be uh, really big in the next five years or so. Hey, friends. So let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you. I want to let you know that, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you and in this little giveaway... I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself 
or podcasts and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. It's awesome. I love that. I love that. I love the, both of those those call outs. And uh, hey, we'll check back in five years from now, Travis, because I know you and I are going to stay connected. Uh, well, I hope so, at least. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I'll check back and we'll see how much these people have grown as well as yourself, you know. Um, Definitely. One, dude, this is, this is a question that I think is going to be uh, a fun one to tackle. But uh, I think it is very important. What if my objective is not the same as my skill set? Meaning, like, I realize my true passion for something is, is way over here. But what I'm really, truly good at is in conflict with that objective. Um, yeah, so good question. I think that, uh, first of all, you don't have to be passionate about something um, that you're good at. Uh, to still be able to um, uh, make money and do well and be happy. Like, I, first of all, I don't even think you have to be passionate about what you do to be happy. I just think that you need to find a way to be productive and use your strengths in that um, area. But anyway, that's a separate issue. I, I think that I think that if you like, for instance, I'll, well, for me, I'm a perfect example of this. So I am a good door-to-door salesman. I'm a good door-to-door sales manager and trainer and leader and all that kind of stuff. And so I use that in my water business. Um, is that what I'm, am I passionate about like getting clean water into the homes of every person in America? No, I, I, I'm really not. I think it's a great product. I really like it. I believe in it. I think that everybody should have one, but I'm not passionate about it, if that makes sense. Uh, but it's what I'm good at. So it makes me money and, um, I enjoy hanging out with my team and training my team. Um, and, uh, uh, I can, I can use other portions of my strengths in that area. Um, and, uh, and even though I'm not super passionate about it and still make money doing it now, my podcast is more what I'm passionate about, what I really like super enjoy doing that I would do for free. Um, all that kind of stuff. But what allows me to be able to, what, what allowed me to be able to do it for free for so long before I started making money on it was the fact that I was making money from the other thing that I wasn't passionate about, but I was good at. So you don't have to be good at, uh, good at the same thing that you're super passionate about. Some people are lucky and they get that, but some people don't. And there's no, like, there's no direct correlation to happiness. I don't think it's a happiness is an internal game. I, I don't think that, um, you should worry about, you know, that kind of stuff. Just use your time, uh, uh, as wisely as you can and, uh, do something that you're good at and do something that you're passionate 
passionate about on the side until that passion can become the something that you're good at and uh, and you can make money with it. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's I don't think that there's a direct correlation uh, between the two. Awesome, man. That's a lovely, lovely answered way. That's a way that's a hard. <laughs> I just that was a great answer. I'm just going to go with that. that was, <laughs> um, well spoken, my friend. I love the 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 thoroughness of it um that's really tactical too for someone too to go like because i think we do live in a world where like uh you know we're very very um i guess sort of like flooded with everyone's highlight reels on social media and we think that we need to be doing something that we love all the time and if Mm -hmm. we're not like if we have a bad workout or we have a bad day ah uh, man we're doing something wrong like when now <laughs> uh, actually yep. you're so right and cal newport talks about this um be so good they can't ignore you and mm-hmm. that be so good thing might not be something that you love at first so right mm-hmm. so cool totally. uh last thing is uh yeah anyone that's listening to this i didn't make this podcast to just be like podcast where someone hits the next episode where they're like oh you know that was a great episode um, but you know, I kind of want to find something else. I want someone to actually reach out and make friends with the people that they hear on these shows and these episodes. So if someone wants to do that, take advantage of this to actually like, you know, stop all the thinking and do something with it. How can they get it connected with you? Yeah, good question, man. So <clears throat> every, you can find just about anything on me at my podcast website, buildyournetwork.co, um, buildyournetwork.co. Um, and uh, there's a link there to join my Facebook group. You'll see the tab at the top, or you can just put in slash FB for Facebook. So buildyournetwork.co slash FB. And you can connect with me in my Facebook group. That's really where I'm the most active. Um, and uh, just join the Facebook group, and then you'll see me in there as an admin, and then just go ahead and add me as a friend there. Shoot me a message and say what's up love to chat that's awesome and travis is one heck of a replier like he will he will actually like i wrote him a heartfelt message and honestly guys he made me feel uh uh when i had a really bad thought um like i was just nothing and my 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 worth as far as is is uh is not that great because of the amount of money that I have in my bank account, but that doesn't mean anything. It, it means that, okay, there's a place that I can grow. And, uh, I reached out to Travis and I asked him, you know, just, Hey man, like, can you come on my show? Uh, and he, he said yes. And it was only because I was just telling him the truth, the situation that I'm in the situation that I, I want to go and, and be in. And so if you reach out to Travis, I, I promise he will reply. Um, and if not, yeah. And if, and if I, me. if I don't, if I don't, by the way, just shoot another message. Cause sometimes the messages get, get lost and all the messages that I get and they kind of go down to the bottom of my inbox. So if you don't get a response the first time, wait a couple of days and just shoot me another message and I'll get back to you. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much, Travis, for being on the show, man. Uh, Please, everyone, check out uh, Build Your Network if you haven't already. Um, but if you got way too much on your to-do list, just knock it down one at a time. Don't don't exa- don't get anxious. Don't don't freak out uh, because that's what I believe in, in doing one thing at a time. So thank you again, Travis. Logan, really appreciate you having me on, bro. Thank you.
there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that, um, Anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there so every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you so please reach me at logan at logantylernelson.com if you're interested at all and don't ever forget you matter and you're enough